Tonight, is it wrong to be a nationalist? We discuss. I'm Roaming Millennial, and you're watching Uncensored. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Today we are going to be discussing nationalism, and with me I have my producer Liam. How are you today? I am pretty good, thanks. How about you? I am also also good, thank you. Great. Now recently Trump came out and called himself a nationalist. Now I never thought that would be controversial for a country's leader to do, but apparently it is now. Here's a clip of that. We're putting America first. It hasn't happened in a lot of decades. We're putting them first. We're taking care of ourselves for a change, folks. Thank you. I like that guy, but not that much. <laughs> not that much. But radical Democrats want to turn back the clock for the rule of corrupt, power-hungry globalists. You know what a globalist is, right? You know what a globalist is. A globalist is a person that wants the globe to do well, frankly, not caring about our country so much. And you know what? We can't have that. You know, they have a word. It sort of became old-fashioned. It's called a nationalist. And I say, really, we're not supposed to use that word. You know what I am? I'm a nationalist, okay? I'm a nationalist. And in response to that, Emmanuel Macron, France's answer to Justin Trudeau, uh, gave a speech, I mean, yeah, denouncing nationalism, calling it unpatriotic. Mm -hmm. Here's that little gem. Cette vision de la France comme nation généreuse, de la France comme projet, de la France porteuse de valeurs universelles a été dans ces heures sombres exactement le contraire de l'égoïsme d'un peuple qui ne regarde que ses intérêts. Car le patriotisme est l'exact contraire du nationalisme. Le nationalisme en est la trahison. En disant nos intérêts d'abord et qu'importe les autres, on gomme ce qu'une nation a de plus précieux, ce qui la fait vivre ce qui la porte à être grande, ce qui est le plus important, ses valeurs morales. Now, nationalism and patriotism, that's something people have been discussing, whether they're the same thing, are they different, how they're different. First, before we get into it, let's turn to the dictionary, which is occasionally helpful for understanding words. As Merriam-Webster defines it, patriotism is love for or devotion to one's country. And nationalism, somewhat similarly but not the same, is loyalty and devotion to a nation, especially a sense of national consciousness exalting one nation above all others and placing primary emphasis on promotion of its culture and interests. Now, here's what I want to know. Why are we reading from racist dictionaries when we can just redefine words as we see fit? Right. That's I mean, what I want to know, okay? The dictionary has historically been quite behind the times uh, on many words. Uh, racism, sexism. What is a woman? It's written by man? probably mostly white men, too. So Probably. They control language. They control... Yeah, everything. language is a tool of oppression, actually, yeah. I read somewhere. So, I mean, this is all very suspect. But, uh, yeah, I think those are two pretty good definitions. Mm -hmm. Personally, the way I see it, patriotism and nationalism are different, although they usually go hand in hand. I would say that, yeah, patriotism is love for one's country. But I think nationalism is more putting your country's interests first. And I think... Mm. Someone who's a nationalist is probably very likely a patriot, but someone can be, in my opinion, a patriot and a globalist. 
right? I think yeah. if you're, for example, some Swede, maybe what you love about your country is that it has open borders and uh, wants to cater to the rest of the world. I think that's possible. There's cognitive dissonance in yeah, that. Yeah, no, of course. You could be totally self-hating. That's possible. Um, yeah, that, so. that's what you love about your country, that they just cut to other nations. The country is gone, yeah. 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 So, no, I, I agree with you there. And I will say, I mean, I'm not an American. I'm Canadian. Um, but if I were American... Instead of being outraged by this foreign leader's kind of denunciation of Trump for being a nationalist and him saying, no, no, we must uh, not be nationalists, we must be patriot, I would be just laughing if I'm America because that means they're not going to be protecting their national interests. Right, that's hilarious. Right, it's like, okay, cool. Fine, yeah. if you don't want to be nationalist, be my guest. I'll right. play this game. You know? Yeah, like you can try to look out for the entirety of the third world's interests. And meanwhile, like the U.S. will be looking out for itself, but, its own interests, America first. No, exactly. And then, of course, what's inevitable if this actually would go down the path that it seems to be going down and continue down this path, it would mean that France will eventually come groveling to the United States, just like we're seeing start, start like certain parts of Europe requiring right. financial aid to survive. Right, because, because, I mean, you got the whole NATO thing still. I, I don't think it's a good idea to be uh, bashing the, the U.S.'s, I guess, self-interest in that way. When Trump came out and called himself a nationalist, there are so many people saying that that's a dog whistle. That's a dog whistle for white nationalists. The load of, load of horse crap, I think, is the, the best way that I can describe that. Like, I mean, nationalism as a uh, concept in government political science, it's very well documented. It, it extends beyond what people are reading about uh, on, on Tumblr and, and trying to, uh, I guess, accuse Trump of dog whistling to, to yeah. the alt-right about. Um, and the, the idea that to be a nationalist means to hate other countries, I think, is it's something that also people are implying, and that's just so wrong i mean you you can be self-interested but not want to just bomb other countries and go in and colonize mm-hmm. and take take their resources like there's no yeah of course and, yeah you can be a nationalist and an isolationist in fact right and that's yeah. like totally against what i guess a lot of these classic views of nationalism is i mean it's important to differentiate nationalism from your your classic views of i guess racial or ethno nationalism yeah which is those are types I, of nationalism, but they're not right. all nationalism. And even right? then, the definitions of these things are, are, you know, they could mean things other than what we classically think of as right. like and Nazi I mean, Germany or whatever. But when, when people hear nationalists, I think that is where their mind is going to. Oh, yeah. you know who are nationalists? The Nazis. It's funny how we focus so much on the nationalist part of the national socialism, but not, not the other part, because that totally didn't apply and was misused word um and you know also the italian fascists so yeah yeah they they were nationalists but you know being self-interest doesn't necessarily mean you start holocausting people uh, most of the time i would say it doesn't and i mean there are so many areas where yeah you, nations should and can work together there's a lot of mutual interest to be pursued some things though and i think we're seeing this increasingly when it comes to things like like immigration yeah, there, there is a little bit of a zero-sum game there. And in those types of negotiations, I think a country's leaders should be putting their nation first above others. I mean, somebody somebody should, right? What I find so hypocritical about all of the outrage toward nationalism is that you know for sure if this were like a Palestinian or something who was talking about nationalism, people would be all for it. You just can't, you can't be a Westerner and espouse nationalism. Actually, you could probably be an EU nationalist but you, you yes. can't just be a nationalist for your sovereign state because that the nation state is evil now. We must all be globalists. Yeah. Well, there has been talk recently on, on the, the topic of EU nationalism of creating a European army. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? 
I mean, I can understand why Europe wants to do that. I think that's an awful, awful idea. I mean, if the the entire idea of EU Parliament, it's, I guess, these faceless bureaucrats that go against the what the individual country might want. And like, yeah, Europe has a lot of shared interests, but I don't think it's true that necessarily everything that is good for Greece is good for Germany or good for France. And I think the idea of this international large army is kind of terrifying. I think it's I mean, it'd be like saying, what about a United Nations army? I don't think that's good. That's actually, like, films are made about how evil empires try that exact thing. And I guess in practice, when I hear Trump talking about nationalism, um, you know, I'm thinking about policies like holding the EU accountable for some of its own defense budget, right? Mm -hmm. That's in America's best interest. Uh, When we talk about American nationalism, I think it means addressing imbalances in trade agreements that a lot of people would say have been more advantageous for the U.S.'s trading partners than their own country. I I mean, I don't blame other countries for taking advantage of of poorly crafted trade deals, right? Because they're being nationalist. They're acting in their own self-interest. Exactly. That's America's fault if they had a bad deal in the past. Right. I mean, at least... And when it when it comes to nationalism, especially like immigration, maybe the idea that, hey, it's not the West responsibility to take in the entirety of the third world because they're poorer than we are. And I mean, essentially, that's what asylum seeking and refugee status has been extended to mean, right? It's not just yes. persecuted groups fleeing war torn areas because they're being targeted. It's just like, oh, your country is poorer, therefore come on in. I guess. Yeah, that's n- not in a nation's best interest. Young fighting age males come. Yes. Come the country. <laughs> Maybe they identify as women and children, though. It's I think possible. that it's the yeah. all of it all. I think all the stats lead to that uh, conclusion. Uh, yeah. So. See, it all it it all ties in together. And when you look back to what Macron said, the idea that there's such a thing as universal values, I'm sorry, but I think the more we look at the effects of mass migration, countries like Saudi Arabia, eh, you know, let's throw North Korea in there. I I actually don't think there is such a thing as universal values. I think that we have our Western values, which even then aren't shared across all Western nations, right? I mean, free speech is probably something an American would say is a universal value, but actually it's not. It's literally exclusively American. Um, Yeah, so I mean, I think that's a very naive, very, very naive point of view to have. And it's dangerous if you're someone who's in charge of letting people into your own country. Like, you're going to get screwed over by the, I don't want to say stronger cultures, but yeah, these stronger cultures that actually do have a sense of self-preservation, a sense of, of pride. It's, I mean, it's cultural Darwinism at that point, and I kind of feel bad for the, the people in France who do still care about their countries and do still actually want to uphold French and, and Western values, but it's, I mean, it's, I mean, gosh, they're, they're like pandas at this point. It's, they're, they're just acting against their own self-interest. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And my heart does go out to the people in France that care about the future of their country. But uh, right now, they're, they got the short on the stick. Anyway, Marco Rubio, who I, you know, overall I'm mixed on. I'm not even a huge fan, but he's actually weighed in on this whole thing. So I want to ask you about the question of nationalism. The president described himself as a nationalist recently. He was attacked by the leader of France for doing that. You recently published a Wall Street Journal op-ed defending the idea of nationalism. Yeah. Why is nationalism a necessary concept in modern America? Well, American nationalism. Of course. What is our identity? Our identity is not a common race, ethnicity. Right. Uh, In fact, America is a de facto rejection of that. It is fundamentally premised on this notion. We are all children of God. We are born with God. We are all created equal by our Creator, and we are given equal rights to life, liberty, and to pursue happiness. That is our national identity. It is deeply rooted in morals and in values. It, in fact, explains everything this nation is done internationally and domestically. 
we should be proud of that identity. We should defend that national yes. identity. Number two, I think most of the viewers watching this program would be shocked to think that my job is to represent Belgium, or my job is to represent, I don't have nothing, I have nothing against Belgium. I always pick on Belgium or Luxembourg. <laughs> they have their own system of government. That doesn't mean I need to be hostile towards them. Right. And it may be in our national interest to work with them. I think NATO was in our national interest and is. I think a lot of our alliances are built on that. And in fact, our, nation, our, our, national, uh, our national identity as a nation that believes in the equality of all people is what has caused us to defend democracy and feed right. hungry people all over the world. We should be proud of that. But as a government leader, my fundamental obligation, first and foremost, is to work on behalf of the American people. And most of the time, if not all the time, we can do that without hurting other people around the world. And I think Marco Rubio is right. If you look at the West now, um, you know, we're not joined together based on race. We're not joined together based on religion. Uh, we used to be, but I mean, you know, People are more and more secular, so that's kind of going down the drain. Um, if we don't have this national identity, literally, what is keeping what is keeping people together? Like, why why be a nation if you literally have nothing in common with people, mm. and you you think it's good that you have nothing in common with people? Um, and I'm I'm kind of sad for the countries who are adopting this on a widespread level, and I include Canada in that, our own country, right? There's no such thing as a, a Canadian values. Canada is like a what's a post-national state, Trudeau called it, um, because yeah, it's all great that we have this, you know, diversity is our strength. There's nothing as like national interest, self-interest. We're all human, like, whatever. Um, the people that we're letting in because of this mentality, they don't think like that. They are very much acting in their own self-interest. They are very much voting in, I guess, their own blocks for what they want and for what's going to benefit them. So when you when you look at that, you you have people that we're bringing in who don't share this like kumbaya. We're all together, one group ideology. I mean, you're essentially going to be overtaken by by people who do have a sense of, I guess pride in their own culture, in their own religion, in, in their own group or whatever. The tolerance and openness of the West currently is going to be exactly what leads to the downfall of the West. And I, I'm not ashamed to say it, I am absolutely a nationalist. I think everybody should be a nationalist. I think people in Mexico should be nationalists advocating for their nation's best interests. I think Canadians should be advocating for our nation's best interests. Americans, you should absolutely do the same. I think if if countries and leaders and citizens acted in their country's own best interest more instead of, you know, just opening their borders to whoever, or, you know, if we look at the developing world, uh, conversely, just picking up and leaving instead of trying to develop your own infrastructure, I think the world would be a better place. But we've, we've lost what it means to be, uh, I guess, a proud citizen of any country. And I unfortunately think it's due to obviously a lot of things that happen in the 20th century were very negative manifestations of nationalism, but we've gone to that other end of extreme, right? We, we now see nationalism as, oh, it's inherently militaristic, it's inherently expansionist, and so we've, we're so scared of that. We've gone too far the other way, and it's, it's kind of heartbreaking. But in any case, that is all the time we have for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.